Town Cowboys Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Town Cowboys podcast in Korea. This is uh, the third episode of the podcast in Korea. Um, I am back at uh, Bobby's wonderful studio slash home slash living room slash kitchen slash... Um, One-stop shop. It's this is, this is awesome. I mean, you know, people have asked to like do like a, a, like a video podcast as well Uh i don't know if we should set it up in here (laughs) i'm not ashamed of my my place i'm not (laughs) i i think it's a wonderful place um uh i always say that uh people are very curious of of Mm -hmm. like you know your your place Mm -hmm. and i go look if you fall off the mat that you're sleeping on you're in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) uh bobby um Dude, I haven't seen you in like a week, bro. Yeah, it feels like a long time. I know. Did you miss me? I felt like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we started recording, um, yeah, I'm sure if you guys have listened, Bobby is uh, on the super healthy tip. So um, he made me a uh, a juice. Yeah. And um, my daily juice regimen. And um, I gotta say, man. How the fuck do you do it? Because I, I ate it and I went, oh, oh this is going to take some time for me to get used to, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. Come on. Really? Was it bad? No. You're talking to a guy uh-huh. who is an excessive cigarette smoker who is, mm-hmm. I mean, one, okay, so apparently, oh, so I've always had kogi panchan. Mm-hmm. Right, like there's always had to be some sort of meat, right? Well, let's tell them what's in the juice, so maybe they can okay, okay, go okay. along with right. it. So we put in my daily juice. I put in a number of stuff. Just like <laughs> I put a few ca- uh, kale leaves of kale. I put uh, ginger, lemon, a, a whole banana. I put some cherries, mm-hmm. uh, frozen cherries, frozen blueberries. I put in cacao nibs. <laughs> uh, for you, I put a little bit of almond milk to let it, you know, mix better. And then, uh, what am I missing? For the most part, yeah, that I put in like lemon with the with the rind in mm-hmm. it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what you're missing. Celery, ca- carrots, a lot of stuff in there. I'll tell you what you're a missing. Lot. Mm-hmm. delicious stuff <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about the cherries no, are good no, bananas you know, are no the, you know what like um i of course i'm gonna eat it bro you know what i mean mm-hmm. of course you know um at the at the end of the day i know it's it's gonna be better than whatever i'm gonna eat, potentially eat for lunch yeah right that's um, why i forced you to drink it because i i knew that you know it made me feel better about myself that I was, you know... Helping out a friend? Yeah. It's like a project, don't... <laughs> you just, you know, I didn't lose more seconds in my life. Um, All I had to do was see you walk through the door and be like, oh, I gotta make some juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this guy needs some juice. <laughs> yeah, I did. I really did. No, but, you know, um, I, I, I used to... I did like a 10-day juice thing. Not mm-hmm. to lose weight or whatever, but just to kind of mm-hmm. like... Like, 
to try to take out all the shitty thing like cleanse to, yeah, yeah. To cleanse yeah undo some of the damage i've done in my body yeah. to my body and um uh i hated it <laughs> I just yeah hated it. it's not supposed to be right. like a pleasurable thing you know like it's not like sitting at a table to steak and eggs or yeah you know, it's like so i guess um the one time like when i was a kid and my mom for maybe a week straight like all the panchan on the table was like vegetables like namur yeah kung namur, you know whatever mm-hmm. right and she told me this actually what the day before i left when i last saw her she goes, you said something to me that broke my heart when I was a kid. And so for that week when I had just namur, like spinach and fucking mm-hmm. bean sprouts and shit, I looked at my mom and said, hey, mom, are we poor? <laughs> <laughs> and then so from that day on, <laughs> there was always some sort of meat dish, you know what I mean? And so... Um, she was like, "Fuck you, we're not poor." <laughs> like, like, like she wanted to like always yeah, it was, hook it up. I have a feeling it was like that in a lot of Korean families yeah. in in the U.S. at least. Yeah. But we were the same. Like we would always just be vegetable panchan, uh-huh. and um, but my mom would make it a big point. The reason why I knew yeah. that we weren't well off, and she would always like um, put it upon herself to to get us meat mm-hmm. um like but it was always a special occasion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but she was always working to get us to i don't know we'll do a night at sizzler or something Boom. like that and and we knew something we did something right or i don't know <laughs> so you <laughs> but, you had it as it was, it was almost like a something to look forward to and I said something to her, like, mm-hmm. I, this is what I said. I was like, yo, even the kimchi jjigae ain't got no spam in this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I was a dick, you know? Um, but uh, Danny Cho weight loss watch, um, mm-hmm. I lost 10 pounds so far. That's, you, you know, I'm not surprised. I, I knew that this would happen. Really? When you, Once you come to Korea, mm-hmm. you don't have your car, mm-hmm. and the amount... That um, Korea, the amount Koreans need to walk, just in general, yeah, is the reason why most people come to visit here, mm-hmm. and they eat a lot, they party a lot, and they always think that they're gonna gain weight while they're here, but mm-hmm. they end up sometimes losing weight because yeah. they're forced to walk around a lot. Yeah. And so, um, living in LA, that was my biggest problem. I would literally get into my car mm-hmm. to drive across the street yeah, <laughs> to yeah, go yeah. by, like you know, Zanku chicken or right, something, right. whatever was across the street, you know? And, um, that's not good. It is really not good. You know, um, just walking to the train station from here is, uh, a little over a third of a mile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me that that's, I'm, I'm like forced to almost walk a mile a day. Right. You just know, to, just, just to, to get around, right? Just to get to and down this train station or whatever, wherever I'm going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, but um, that's why I was I was uh, happy to hear that you were going to move here because I knew you were going to be forced <laughs> to do some more walking, you know, because I, I know what situation you live in. So. Right. Um, you're, you, you're actually happy that you'll never, ever have to go to that old apartment ever again, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that. that is the best thing that 
has come out of this whole thing. I right. think uh, that place gave me the the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> just the th- just the thought of it now just gives me the creeps. <laughs> no, 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 I like. Um, what, did I tell you? I think I, I don't know if I ever said it on the in the podcast, but mm-hmm. you know. We wanted. We had a security deposit on the line, right? Yeah. So right. I was like, "Well, let's try at least to get some of it back." I, you know yeah, what I mean? To yeah. to Wandag, and so we were cleaning the house, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then on top of that, we hired cleaners, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, so there was a rug, mm-hmm. like in the you know in the in the in the living room, and when I lifted up the rug. It looked like Santa Monica, baby. There was it was like it was sandy, uh, <laughs> right? It's like another colony. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, dude! Like, it was it was bad. It was really bad, you know. And um, but the good news is mm-hmm. we got a security deposit. All of it? Yeah. Well, no, we got like a hundred <laughs> bucks off, right? Okay. right, 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 right. But like, so I was like, yeah, because you know, me and Wandag mm-hmm. were like. I don't know if we're gonna get it back, man. You know, but um, mm-hmm. we got a we got. It was like they subtracted a hundred bucks. And that's then, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Not bad, right? Yeah, I've always got a hundred percent back <laughs> when I moved out of places, so. But I'm isn't feeling it, good about myself. But isn't but, it isn't, it, isn't <laughs> it surprising that I, I I got most of it back? It is very surprising, <laughs> <Right>? actually. <laughs> There's like a, like a very positive anecdote that comes out of this. Yeah. Still, still trying to figure it out, but <laughs> the anecdote yeah. is, don't live like Danny Cho and Jonathan Wandek. <laughs> uh, but you were you said something earlier about like, you know, like, uh, just not getting used to things like the juice, right? Mm-hmm. Can I do this every day? This is like kind of yeah. like, um, it was hard for me in, in the beginning too, mm-hmm. but just after a while, it's like. For me, when I run, mm-hmm. uh, like no matter what day I run, the the first two three miles always suck. Mm. No matter how well I run, how far I've gone, how much I run in a week, the first three miles are just always like, what am I doing? It's that's the hardest. Just getting outside is hard. Right. But once I hit three miles, after that, it's like you feel. It come like you the endorphins really kick in and then you feel like invincible the and runner if, is high yeah it feels so good and so that's kind of what happened with all this vegan stuff and mm-hmm. the juicing and all that because i feel if i don't have my juice or i don't have like um uh yeah i just don't feel good until i i have that like now i i look forward to it when i wake up i'm like oh i gotta make I got to make that juice again or I got to be healthy because I know and it helps me like the goals in my life are more clear day to day. Right. And I feel healthy and I feel better and I feel like I'm going to live longer. Those kind of kinds of things. It takes time, you know, of course, think, of yeah. course, of course. So, you know, I, I think it's 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 uh, Patrice had that joke about how like working out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he was like, I was trying to better my life. Yeah. And I went to work out, and then he didn't see any results. Like mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning, obviously you're not right. He's like, right. if there was like at least like a like a like a like a muscle that grew, or you know what I mean. If there yeah. was some sort of results, then I think it would it would it would help people do it. You know what I mean? Right. Consistently, even if it sucks in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's no results, and he's like, 
I got to do this shit tomorrow. <laughs> right. Right. So like, yeah, uh, yeah. even, even for me, it was like, uh, I mean, before, before I got here, I, I, I said it on the podcast and I, and I also told people that I set a goal of trying to walk 10 miles a day. Mm-hmm. And as I've been here for about three weeks now and I still haven't hit 10 miles one day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's a long way to walk. Yeah, so, yeah I, mean, I, I was don't be too hard on yourself. No, no, no. I know, I know, but um, it, you know, now it's it's a part of me that goes. And you know, it also sucks because it's cold as shit outside. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's gonna be colder. You know, um, so you know, California Danny is not not really looking forward to the 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 brick ass cold of Korea. Well, you just walk faster, <laughs> then, <laughs> which is even better. You know. Like, yeah. You you get your uh, you gotta you sweat you know the more you the faster you go you know that right yeah and so <laughs> <laughs> thanks for telling me about my fucking body mechanics you asshole <laughs> um, well I've been through six winners now and so well seven winners yeah. actually and um, it's uh it's really really pretty harsh I think the uh, the worst winter I've ever been through was probably in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, um, it's kind of a tie between Korea and New York and New England, like oh, Boston. Okay. Mm-hmm. New York is cold too. Right. Like, um, but it's like here has this like kind of, it doesn't snow as much as, as it does in New York mm-hmm. or in Boston. Um, but it's just the wind chill and the, I don't know what it is. It's just like you f- it gets you to the bone here in a big way so get um but you get used to it you'll get used to it oh dude right now i am wearing thermals yeah yeah it's like right here i want to check it out bam there's 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 well <laughs> you're judging me yeah uh, that's not gonna cut it dude um yeah. well I, I haven't started wearing thermals yet so i probably should too if you are well uh, uh, look it, the, the difference is, yes, I have an extra layer of fat slash body hair that should insulate me even more, <laughs> right? But my body's not used to it. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah. yeah you know? Absolutely. You're coming from California. Right. You've been there all your life, right? Yeah, pretty and much. And so, um, yeah, man, stay warm. Do whatever you can to stay warm. But I, like anyone, I think everyone has the ability to adapt. Of course. Of and your course. body will adapt, you know. So it, it'll be a harsh winter, but you can, uh, you'll get used to it. Back to like people, I would imagine that there shouldn't be fat people in Korea. Right? Yeah. But uh, I see a lot of fat people on the, like in the subways and stuff. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. I it's was, starting to show, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, mm-hmm. like, are you rich? <laughs> like, like, you got a car, bro? Like, what the fuck, you know? Because I was like, damn, you a big motherfucker. Like, even bigger than me, you know? Well, it was, you know, when I first got here, mm-hmm. the biggest thing I noticed was how little obes- obesity there was. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from the U.S., where ob- obesity is just, like, everywhere. Coming here, I never... Whenever I saw it, it was like seeing a, a leprechaun, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And but now I see it more and more. Like uh, the big thing is like fast food chains and all that. Like I I had heard like um, fast food chains were even closing here because they just 
weren't doing well. Like Taco Bell, mm-hmm. they used to have Taco Bell and it closed down. Right. Uh, they came back. Yeah. You know, they had like. They're gonna close that one down. Actually, the one in Nito one. Oh really? They're gonna change it to Dairy Queen. Okay. Well, it's the same. Um, yeah. Uh, the same people that brought them in. Yeah. yeah apparently. But um, the, you know, so, uh, fast food's coming back in a big way. I feel like Shake Shacks are opening up here, and um, KFC is huge here, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I I feel like everyone's not eating well. When's the last time you had a McDonald's here? Um, before right before I went vegan. Really. Like, uh, like two and a half months ago, probably. The Shanghai Chicken Burger? Is that what it was? I love that. Yeah, That's just really awesome, good. actually. Really good. I don't know why they don't have that in America, but... Hey, American McDonald's, Shanghai Chicken Burger. Go get it. They have this crispy chicken sandwich. I forgot what it's called. It's not the Shanghai one. Yeah. But it's like a, it, it's like a copycat of... What do you call that? Chick-fil-A? Because they have the pickle in there. Yeah. And I'm really, you know... I always, when I first got it, I just like, I felt like getting it because I wanted to try something new. Yeah. And then um, I tried it. It was amazing. He's really, really good. Uh, super crispy, really good. And oh gosh, this is killing me. <laughs> so. But McDo- what I'm getting to is juice, McDonald's. Juice. McDonald's in Korea mm-hmm. is better than McDonald's in the US, in my opinion. Like, I. I would go to McDonald's once a year, mm-hmm. maybe um, when I live back home. Here, I would eat it like once a week, and not because you know it was just convenient and they actually deliver. Yeah, that's a big reason too, but also because I really like it here. And so the Prosperity would, Burger, remember we had that one last yeah, time. I, I never try new things right. back home. Yeah. Like here, I'm w- willing to try it because most of the time it's pretty good Mm -hmm. you know so i don't know except but burger king on the other end is burger king is a little more expensive here Mm -hmm. and whenever they come out with anything new Mm -hmm. it's the same it tastes terrible (laughs) like so they come out the same time that chicken sandwich came out at mcdonald's Mm -hmm. they had one at least in the picture was just as look it looked just as good glorious and i was like all right i gotta try this you know and so I got it and it was so bad. Like, so Burger King, if I have to have Burger King, I only get one thing. I just get Whop- a Whopper. They have a Whopper here? Yeah, they have Whoppers oh, here. Okay. So that's the only thing I'll get at Burger King here. I won't I won't venture anymore. Like, I've done it too many times. They always, um, yeah, they just, they're, the pictures are great, but it never, you know, delivers. So. The, um, speaking of fast food, uh, I was craving... So so a few weeks ago I went to Kapyong with with some people, and then we you know it's if if you guys don't know Kapyong is like a it's like the Victorville of of uh, or the Barstow of Korea I guess right and um, like outside like out, an outside, hour or two hours yeah, outside of L A and then you know there's like um, uh, they call it pensions right uh, like you know it's like basically cabins or or you know basically people can a group of people can go in and to me, I think it's just an excuse to get out of the city and get fucked up. Really? Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. It's like renting a... It's like a motel, basically. Right. Right? But at the motel, they offer, like, you, like, a balcony with a grill on it. Yeah. And if you want, you can order ahead. Or order... Uh, t- tell them you want a 
um, do Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. You do right there in your room. Yeah. 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 So it was cool, but I got so like I was so messed up like on the drive back. Uh, my friend Kenny was like, "Hey, bro." You know they have a Panda Express here in Korea, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I went. So I went to fucking the what is it, the the Lotte Mall. Yeah, in Myeongdong. Myeongdong, right? right? Yeah. And then we had it, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Yeah, it's nothing like what you get back back home. But... I was like, "What is up with this orange chicken, man?" It was like orange flavored haichus. Like it was like just chewy and gummy, mm-hmm. and I was like, "There's no fucking chicken in this shit." <laughs> you know what I mean? I was mad and. I know that the portion sizes here are smaller, uh-huh. so I order the yeah. three-item combo. I never do oh, that. Oh yeah, right. Which is back home. Yeah, the three-item combo is the same weight. Yeah, and, and uh, same portion uh-huh. as a two-item combo. Yes, right. That's yeah. why. Yeah, that's why it's I was a scam. Yes, I was like, <laughs> yeah. looking at it going. I was going out. I, I want the two-item. I was like, I want the three-item combo. Uh-huh. I was. It was like thir- thirteen bucks. Yeah, I I yeah. went. You know, I've been there twice. Uh-huh. Just because I needed a fix, and I love Panda Express. Yeah. Like, when I lived in L.A., um, it was a big deal to me. I had my own... Every time I go, I got my own system down. Uh-huh. I got the half I got the half noodle, half uh, brown rice. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? <laughs> you know you could split that, too. That's not part of the... Like, the, the starch, the uh-huh. rice, uh-huh. is not part of the items. Right, okay. so yeah, so that lo mein, if you get half lo mein, yeah, that's half of your rice. That's not an extra item. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so all right, just to be clear. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> so I would always split that up, right? You know, and it always felt like an extra item, right, for free. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I always get something with green beans in it. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. I don't know, it just had some for, effect for... on me. And one of those things, like a general or the orange chicken or mm-hmm. one of those like you know chicken dishes yeah. too and so um here they they don't go by any of those rules yeah like you can't split anything they're like what yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> the first time i try to ask yeah. uh anything outside of what was available yeah they were just they just blank stare yeah, they, were, they, they looked at you the like you gotta defuse a bomb right yeah. they're like blah, 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 blah. So I knew it was just like uh, not gonna be good from there. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I I um I you know what I I do miss L. A. for obviously for 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 some friends and family, but mm-hmm. the food is like I just have to just tell myself, fuck it, you're not gonna eat anything that tastes similar to back home even if it even if the brand name looks like back home yeah you you, know you I mean? really have to when you come here you really just have to let go of any of those notions right, and just right. kind of accept what it is you know, korea has a lot of things that uh they offer that you can't get back home right. you know and so focus on that and also a lot of stuff is coming here mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know like uh like for instance shake shack you know yeah. if you want to shake it's Pretty comparable. The same, yeah. actually, it's probably the same price. You know, mm-hmm. it's expensive in the states too. So yeah. it might be even be like a a dollar cheaper here. I thought about that, but um, it's not going to be exactly the same too. Even Shake Shack's a little bit saltier here. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but then um, everyone says that, and um, but then you get like things like McDonald's tasting better here than it does back home. You know, right. stuff. 
so there's always like good good and bad things you know like the the selection at the supermarkets is very very limited mm-hmm. um and so it's almost cheaper to go out to eat <coughs> if you're single and you're living um yeah if you're if you're single and you don't like cooking you know um it's probably going to be cheaper you can go out and get a three dollar meal and then save half of it for later you know it's like You've been to the places I used to eat. Right. The portions are crazy, uh, and like, and and it's good and it's cheap, you know. So I don't know. Well, where I'm staying, I'm going on in, a tangent. No, but where I'm staying, dude, like, oh I, yeah, there's nothing that will beat the price of of y- your joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, also because you're living in a more high profile area, you know, mm. Taiwan is generally speaking is more expensive than yeah. it is um where i live so and actually it's cheaper just everywhere outside of itaewon and gangnam yeah so and on top of that what i notice is the vietnamese food boom is happening oh. i see a lot of fud joints now yeah and you know by, by me joints in my time here it, that vietnamese boom has happened twice uh-huh. and right now it's coming in again um yeah and they're just ruthless in terms of like opening up right next door to each other yeah um naming the names are similar yeah <laughs> it's like um we were talking about this with somebody there's a place that actually was dumb enough mm-hmm. to name their spot exactly the same <laughs> spot as the popular place oh my god <laughs> eventually lost in a lawsuit um and then they just changed their name, but they literally were across the street. Why would so, they do that? To confuse people, you know, like pe- that that place was so popular that people were going there and having to wait in line. Wow. And so this other place was like, why don't we just name our place the same as theirs? So they see our place is empty. Maybe they'll think it's the same place and they come, went in and it actually worked. <laughs> nice. It's like, and well, so it's shitty, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's how, you know, yeah, I mean, when I first came to Korea, I thought everyone was, they were, everyone was nice and trustworthy and stuff like that. But no, anywhere you go in, in this world, you're going to find shady ass people. Yeah. Uh, that's a big lesson I learned coming here. Here's a Korean joke for a Korean Vietnamese joke for you. Why are Vietnamese sandwiches the best to share? <laughs> you should see your face oh. right now. Ban me, ban you. No. <laughs> okay, that's terrible. I want to punch myself. Um, how much more time we have on this today? <laughs> the funny thing is, I told you this before, and I knew that's a joke you should tell people when when you first meet them. Yeah, and. They find out you're a comedian. They're like, oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. Yeah. You should tell them that joke. <laughs> so I can lose fans right away? No, just to, you know. Get them out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is this kind of uh, food related. So for those of you that don't know, pan um, in Korea means, means half. half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think we need to explain terrible, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> jokes are, right. you know, it's always funnier when you explain a joke, right? Um, so kind of, uh, I guess it's food related, but so the Korean version of Netflix and chill, right, uh-huh. is 
Lamen mokugale, right? Which means means you want to come over to my house and have some ramen, ramen. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I've kn- I've known this, mm-hmm. but uh, a while back, um, I got really drunk. Actually, mm-hmm. this was about a year ago, mm-hmm. where um, I was uh, I w- I was here, and I had a show. And the next day, you were on the you were it was gonna be the first day of your your movie shoot. Okay. Right. And so, yeah. uh, my excuse to the girl that I was with was like, "Hey, can I crash at your place? Because Bobby's gonna shoot tomorrow, and I want him to have a full night of sleep, and I don't want to walk in at like four or five in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Which I do believe that's not an excuse in the sense that I truly wanted you to have a, a full rest because I knew it was gonna be a stressful fucking ordeal. Um. So, mm-hmm. me and the girl started drinking more. You know, and, and, you know, and I was like, all right, dude, like, you know, let's, let's whatever. And then, so we, uh, she goes, yeah, come over to my place. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, Opa, lamen mogule? right? So a part of me was like, oh shit, this is the move. This is, she, she gave me the open opening. Uh-huh. Uh, we really just ate lamen. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, hey, fucking, but I mean, I would say that uh, most of the time, lame mokugale means you wanna, you wanna, you wanna fuck. But um, maybe if you look like me, uh, it might just be lamen. <laughs> Wang Tukong, actually. She gave you the friends friend talk, basically. Yeah, yeah. she was. Do like, you wanna be ramen friends? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So thank you, sweetheart, for um, I mean that that too. And I was super drunk, so nothing would have happened. I would have, you know, I, she would have had a whiskey dick in her. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh god, you know what I'm saying? She would have had to like, like, I'd have had to put my dick in the freezer or something. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, you know, don't ever say that this podcast is not educational, <laughs> Korean guys. <laughs> If you're here and a girl goes, uh, would you like to eat lamyeon late at night? She wants to fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what I hear, like, um, what's his name was telling us about this? Oh, we probably shouldn't name names. Yeah, yeah. But, like, um, it's not so much so, uh, asking if you want lamyeon. That's the easiest way to right. put it, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's that time of night. Right. Like, it's like 3, 4 a.m. You should go home. Yeah. Any question, though, that right. you throw... At a girl or or a guy, yeah, um, it's like that's basically what what the move is. Yeah, and so our friend was telling us um, he switched it up uh-huh. from ramen uh-huh. uh, to like just see what he can get away with. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what did he say? He was like, um, "Oh, do you want to come back to my place? Um, I have internet." <laughs> 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 so. But everyone has an internet here, you know. <laughs> and I guess they were like, oh, yeah, I like internet. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's funny, dude. Like, um, so yesterday, uh, I wanted to switch it up, too. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying lamyeon, I said, <laughs> right which is i think it was like a little too but it was a crack though like you were being making an obvious joke yes yes okay. yes yes but but then sunde uh-huh. is blood sausage. sausage aka my dick right? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. 
So I was like, "Sundemogle," and then she went from like being intrigued at mm-hmm. what the what what other um, you know diff- aside from uh-huh. ramen that I was gonna bring. But when I said "sunde," like mm-hmm. she. It actually, I think the words actually punched her in the face because she was like, "Oh, she actually backed up a little bit, right?" No, no. Well, at least you didn't say "dakboki" because that's right. actually right. a bad term, apparently. And and you know what "dakboki" means? Yeah, period sex, right? Yeah, crime scene sex. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so back home, like I guess the phrase is riding the crimson wave. Yeah. Right. In Korea, they don't know what yeah, that yeah. means. <laughs> yeah. They don't have waves here. <laughs> So, I don't know. I didn't... It just, like, knocked me on my ass when I first heard it. Dakboki? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. But it's so, like... If you don't know what dakboki is, it's, like, the rice cake yeah. in tubular form yeah. with, like, red hot, pep, hot pepper paste. Yeah. And it's huge in Korea. It's a big, like, uh, snack here. But basically, you know, it's... I don't really need to explain it, but... <laughs> So tteokbokki basically means having a red party. <laughs> I guess I a red party. I don't know. I, I get uncomfortable when it comes to these things and so. And then 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 you want to take it up a little further. Guys. It gets worse. Yeah. Koreans. They're Koreans, creeps. Yeah, I mean, it's you know? not so much they're creeps, but they just have too much time to think about i don't know i they it comes down to even their swearing uh-huh. they ha, it's never ending right. they have so many ways of swearing it's ridiculous right you know i thought we had potty mouths yeah. but like there sometimes they say stuff i don't know what the hell they're saying but i just know it's bad right and um i think it's more creative actually very like, creative you yeah. know like i remember some lady would curse some guy out and it was like red carpet or whatever, right? I said, what? Basically, I'm going to pull out your tongue and turn it into a red carpet. I said, whoa, that's great. Um, if you want to crank up the tteokbokki to another level, you'd be like, chili dog mogule? That's anal, bro. <laughs> chili dog? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, this is... I love it because Bobby's just like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? Hey, man, you're not saying the dirty shit. It's me, bro. <laughs> like, you know, they can they can tell our voices apart, right? Um, don't forget where we are. This is my place, but this, this is also my wife's place, you know? We shouldn't, shouldn't be having these conversations. <laughs> we are literally <laughs> sitting in our kitchen, our bedroom, our living room. It's like... like I think I like burn the place down. <laughs> hey man, I have my clothes on. It's fine. Um, so uh, we have uh, an email, an actual, an actual question, as opposed to just a hey, good job, guys. So this is from uh, John. John goes, "Here's my question. I am a pretty introverted person. I am open and free with my close friends, but I generally tend to avoid open social gatherings." Part of me feels that I was more social 10 years ago when I had more hair and money. After I started losing my hair and my career took a dive, I became more of a shut-in. It saddens me to realize that my past confidence was not coming from inside but from external factors. Unless I had very valuable technical skills, um, for example coding or special effects, do you think it is imperative that I train myself to be more extroverted in order to succeed? 
um, I mean, first of all, I don't, we don't, I, you didn't say what you do for a living, John. Uh, so, yeah. so, or, or what you're trying to get into. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, it always depends. But on a general level, I actually was listening to Bill Burr say something similar about this when mm-hmm. he was like starting out as a comic. Um, he said the best advice he ever got uh, about, I guess he was like at, at some function where there were a bunch of comics and there was like a talent agent in mm-hmm. the room and everyone was there and knew that the talent agent was going to see their sets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so they were all around this guy. Yeah. Right. And um, but Bill Burr, he's just like not into that, or he's he wasn't good at schmoozing and right. stuff. But he was talking to someone. Uh, it's like, oh gosh, I can, I'm just so bad at that stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. And the guy, uh, and the guy he was standing next to, he said, "Well, get good." Mm-hmm. It's like because it's important to the, in that field at least. You know, you have to learn how to talk. Right. To people. Right. And not just, like, um, rely on your set alone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I agree in the sense of, like, in general, uh, the two fields that I've been in uh, extensively was in uh, finance and then in the entertainment business, right? Mm-hmm. For finance, I mean, not, I, I don't want to say extensively, but I've been there for, I was doing it for, like, three years, right? So the first year... Um, I didn't do any of the social shit. Like I basically came in, did exactly what I was told to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my work wasn't terrible. Like it, it, you know, nothing was wrong with it or whatever. But that first year I almost got fired, uh, because I wasn't social, okay. but no one said that no one said that was the reason. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then uh, one of the uh, my superiors kind of pulled me to the side and was telling me, dude, like, you need to play the game, mm-hmm. right? And the game is to network and schmooze and just, you know what I mean? It's like it's like they call it FaceTime where, you know, you got to show your face yeah. and um, uh, let them know that, that you're more than just a fucking monkey, right? right. So ideally, mm-hmm. all you got to do is do your job right. You know what I mean? Even yeah. in comedy, all you got to be is funny, really. Right. But at the end of the day, like, that's not going to, you know, I mean, unless you're some genius, you know what I mean, dude, mm-hmm. you know, and even then it's hard for them to find you, you know. So uh, to John, I would suggest irregardless of what you do for a living, unless you're going to, like, create something amazing or, you know what I mean, like, you still need to be, try to be social in order for you to, uh, you know, get investors even, or, or, you know what I mean? Do business at the end of the day. So, Mm -hmm. so that would be, uh, my suggestion is that, and I, you know, and I don't mean social, like be the life of the party, but be good enough to be like, you know, Hey, like that's a cool dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, don't, I mean, don't force yourself to stay home because it makes you uncomfortable to be around people. Right. It's important. If it, if it that's the field you're in and you need need to be around people then get used to being around people right don't don't try to be someone else right it's always important to be yourself and have your integrity intact because also it, that could being um social is not 
enough because you have to if you're going to be social but you're going to be annoying yeah that could even be more detrimental to what you're trying to get done yeah. and so we know plenty of people that you know try to that stick out like a sore thumb mm-hmm. in social situations because they're trying too hard you know they're not being themselves they're just trying to you know impress you right or impress someone in the room and so that will make it harder for you in the long run so just be yourself but don't shy away from being in social situations i think that's important i i think though that he was also talking about how um when he started losing hair and making less money mm-hmm. he felt less confident right yeah and i i think that only really really as a dude that only matters i guess in the sense of girls right the comp, the comp well you know like for instance you are losing your hair mm-hmm. right you have been for a long time but you mm-hmm. just you own you own it yeah you know like you you don't hide the fact you know you you make fun of yourself mm-hmm. you you have that ability to mm-hmm. be just like you know this it is what it is right. and you even make light of it you right know? and so i mean that makes it comfortable for us and mm-hmm. for i don't know maybe for women to know that if people think see that you're uncomfortable with something yeah that's gonna make them feel uncomfortable right you know i mean i, I don't do that so. i mean i tell myself dude it's not my fault. I didn't pull it out of my own head. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, you know, it was like, it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. It might be shitty living. It might be genetic. I mean, my, my I guess it's related to my mom's side, right? Mm-hmm. The, my, the balding, that's what I heard. And most of them fools are bald. My uncles, my grandfather, you know? Or not bald, but they had the um, the skin yamaka, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, 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 the tornado, you know, the cul-de-sac. You know, so, so, um, you know, I, I, nothing I can do about it unless I, I mean, I'm in a country where plastic surgery is king, so I'm assuming I can get the procedure done, but that shit's expensive and I don't got that kind of money. So, um, but you know, I mean, I, I really don't, uh, I mean, ideally, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't want it to fall out, but you know, what are you going to do? In the words of Bill Burr, what are you going to do? Um, at least in entertainment, like, um, it's somewhere most people shouldn't want to be around anyway because there's so many fake people. Right, right. So you also have to kind of put into consideration, are you willing to put up with that? You yeah. Know? Like for me, like the people I want to be around mm-hmm. and that I feel like I'm my best person mm-hmm. is around good people in general, you know? And so a big reason for me leaving LA, actually, if I'm being honest, was I, I've met a lot of fake people yeah uh, not to say that there aren't here there's lots of fake people yeah. in korea but uh it was a big reason for me to get out of la because it just i thrive around other artists other uh, like-minded people and so the social situations i want to be in are in those situations right um that uh, but life isn't that easy i guess but you can you can help it to a certain degree don't go get into entertainment if you don't want to be around that. So, yeah, I mean, dude, <laughs> oh, why do you think I'm here? Um, there's actually a John asked a uh, or had another suggestion. Uh, my friend who came back from Korea said there is a vast underbelly of partying and degenerate behavior that most people are unaware of. Could you shed some light into it? 
uh, I think it would be entertaining and provocative being that most people think Korea is a conservative society. To be honest, I don't I, I think most at least Korean Americans like don't think that Korea is a conservative society. I mean, they all know about the I mean, we all we all say like it's like Disneyland for dudes over here. Really? You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I I just I don't know. I just feel like everywhere I've gone, yeah, has some kind of, you know, underbelly of right. Th- you know, like I I guess cuz I grew up in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know that most people come to New York and don't see that certain side that that dark underbelly mm-hmm. side of it. And but I know it's there and I've always seen it and coming to Korea yeah, I guess I know what he uh, what he's alluding to. Um, there's like this culture, you know, it, the perception of it being yeah, yes, yeah, like conservative, but it really isn't, man. Like I was like, dude, look at all the sex shops that have opened up. I've seen, especially in Taiwan, I've seen like over the, mm-hmm. oh, the last. There's more than usual though. Yeah, I was like, what like, the fuck is going on over here, yeah. right? That's why I would wait. To see who goes in there, mm-hmm. you know, and some girl told me that certain products uh, at the sex shops you have to come in with your significant other, yeah, know, to buy shit. And know? also, I think it's like this matter of, um, you know, the reason why there's all this underground stuff mm-hmm. that uh, you hear about all the time and most people know about mm-hmm. uh, is because um, I think it stems from the fact that like porn is like porn porn is illegal, it's illegal in korea, yes. in korea. Yes. You, you can't even go to a and a site that yeah if you even try to go to any kind of pornographic site or any um any site that you know the korean government deems as unhealthy for viewers eyes mm-hmm. you know or the content whatnot um, you get the police badge. Yeah, yeah. It's it's illegal. Yeah. That's what it is. But right. then, so anything anywhere where you're repressed, mm-hmm. there's always gonna be that illegal side that right. exists, you right. know. And so I think that's why people um, make a big deal out of it. Right. You know, it's a, that's always gonna exist. I think if as long as there's no freedom, you know. Yeah, like I'm, I mean, in Itaewon, there's there's a famous um, hill. Where it's like Hooker Hill, Tranny Hill, Homo Hill, right? You know? Yeah, with all within the same. Yeah, and so my buddy that I haven't seen since uh, high school graduation hit me up because he said, "Hey, man, I'm in town." And I was like, "What do you want to do, bro?" And uh, we started drinking in Itaewon, uh, and then um, uh, he was like, "He was like, hey, what are some shady joints, right?" And I was like, "I was like, dude, all the shady joints I know." Don't allow foreigners into that joint, right? So he's ah. Oh, so what do I do? And I was like, well, let's go up Hooker Hill, see what we can get into, right? And um, so Hooker Hill is in uh, Itaewon. Itaewon, right? Um, where originally Itaewon, like Itaewon, was like a like where the army, the U.S. Army, yeah. Would, I mean, the base is right there, yeah. And so. It used to be a place. I know about this because my wife was always afraid to go to Itaewon, mm-hmm. and she would say Itaewon just had this reputation of uh, stay away, right? Because it's dangerous. Right. It's um, you're gonna see. That's where all the foreigners hang out and right. live. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so Hooker Hill existed there mm-hmm. uh, with you know 
um, like, like uh, it's illegal, of course, but right. all those shops with the windows where you can see through, and they they tr- they yeah. kind of try to get you to come in. Um, that was there for the expats mm-hmm. and for, I guess, for you know army base guys and. But they're shutting all those down, right? and they have, yeah. yeah but, yeah. Uh, but it, it's also like a tourist attraction. Yeah, you know, people will come to Itaewon because they know that exists, and they would walk. They wouldn't partake in it. Right. I've seen a lot of pe- people just walking up and down just to see what that. Yeah, because yeah. as a dude, it's kind of fun to see prostitutes. You know, and be like, no, and and yeah. I mean, and for women, like I've I've personally like done the. The tour with women. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, really? That wanted wanted to see what this is about. Yeah. I mean, it's out in the open. It's not anything lewd, right? Happening in public, you right? Know? They're just like storefronts. You know? So, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start off the story by saying that we did not partake in prostitutes in Korea, but the funny thing was, as we were walking up, one door opened up from the side, and this girl that looked like me, right, popped in. It was like, come in, please. And I was like, nah, lady. <laughs> right? And then so, and then we walked in further. And then another door popped up. And she was cute. You know? And, and, and then she was in lingerie. And I was like, damn, it's fucking cold outside. And she popped out. And then she was like, she was like, come in, please. Right? And then so, he, she goes, she goes, everything 150. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Okay. Right? So I was like, 150? Huh. Right. So, so I started like you know doing like economics in my head, and then and then then she told me that uh, she's the only one working right now, right. So I looked at my friend and I said, uh, "You can go if you want, bro, because uh, I'm not gonna, we're not, gonna, I'm not, gonna, I don't want extra ranch on my my taco if you know what I'm saying, right, <laughs> right, right." So he was like, nah, man, like, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it together, you know, because he has this, he has like, he was, you know, he had that kind of thing, right? I was like, well, I'm not going to do it together, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down for trains, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm claustrophobic. And so um, uh, we ended up just going back to another bar and drinking, you know? Good, good. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. the story ends that way because right. I need, I heard, the thing that always um, scared the hell out of me of like, just in general, uh-huh. like those places and, but specifically hooker hill uh-huh. like i have um a friend that told me a story when he went he's korean he went uh-huh. to high school here uh-huh. uh and apparently him and his buddies uh-huh. in high school they uh-huh. all they all knew of this place mm-hmm. hooker hill uh-huh. um but on on another level it's different for them because they're that's where all the foreigners went right but they all wanted to go there because it was infamous apparently. right and so him and his high school buddies, they went there, uh-huh. and they all, um, they all did the deed there uh-huh. apparently. But they all, every single one of them, uh-huh. um, got STDs. Nice. Yeah. So um, they shared that with e- each other, and mm-hmm. just like it kind of ruined their, their life, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. So mm-hmm. ever since I, I heard that story, it's just like whenever I think about that area, I. I, it just makes me think of that. It's just like I'm glad I I heard that and I can tell people not to go to that one. This story is yeah. just like just don't go. <laughs> you know, like it's not it's not worth. Here know. I am going not to go to that one specifically, <laughs> know, like, and you're just like, like don't go. All right, I hear you. I hear you. Um, but you know what's interesting is that the further up you go to Hooker Hill, 
Then yeah. it becomes just it's dude. I like there was like twenty establishments mm-hmm. over there that was for transgender people. Everything was trans. By the way, yeah. one place said trans, mm-hmm. but they spelled it like the genre of music. Uh-huh. But then I saw the posters of what was going on, and I was like. I think they spelled this wrong, <laughs> right? Because there's posters of like whoever's performing or whatever, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is yeah. interesting." Well, I've been to a couple of those those clubs. Mm-hmm. The um, there's a really awesome one where they put on a show. I think two or three times a night mm-hmm. um, called Queen, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. They uh-huh. do like a lip sync battle kind of show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's re- it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like I I would say check out check out those shows it's like um yeah it's always packed and it's like because to be honest i'm 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 curious what it's like in there not you know not that i'm gonna hook up with it you know like a like a transgender person or whatever you know what i mean like yeah it's not like the yeah yeah i mean it's not not like a brothel it's just a club right so yeah it's just a just a hangout joint you know Mm -hmm. but apparently there's some places like my buddy tried to go in, mm-hmm. and they knew that he wasn't like, he was just just kind of being like, oh, I wonder what it is. So they kicked him out. They didn't just let him in. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I guess you gotta. I don't know if you have to be a member or whatever of of a. You know, I don't know if it's Costco for 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 transgender folks, but you know, like I don't know. So I was told stories of him getting kicked out. So. There you go, John. That was that was one weird underbelly story, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, the one thing is, dude, I I've been I've been trying to like kind of cut down on the drinking. Yeah. But that's been very difficult for me here. Um, that's probably the downfall of my health. Um, just all the drinking. Mm-hmm. It's hard to escape. Yeah. Uh, if you're in. An, entertainment i guess that's just i don't know that's my 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 own personal experience with it is um you know in la i would drink maybe on the weekends Mm -hmm. like on a friday or saturday night um but here it's you can't it's it's always been hard for me to distinguish weekends to weekdays because here it's almost the opposite people drink uh depending on your industry uh more on the weekdays mm-hmm. and then weekends are for family mm-hmm. you know and so um but for me it was just non-stop because yeah. um b- before i was married i was just constantly drinking every night mm-hmm. and most of the time getting drunk and it was business related or just friends and often uh, you'll you'll start to notice this now that you live here people are always visiting korea Mm. Um, and, and it's like that, even that is an understatement. Like there's always someone here that, you know, or you've met or a friend of a friend that's coming to Korea for the first time. They don't know anyone in Korea. Um, that was always my situation. I was always kind of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out with people. And it was, it always ended up with drinking because what else do you do here? You know? And so. Um, I would say be careful and try to do your best to get yourself out of the drinking situations yeah. or just like be, have some self-control and just um, drink more water than you do like cocktails and stuff. 
I mean, one of the things is that, like, the question, and I, and I had this question for years, and I never kind of figured it out, is that what do adults do for fun in, at night that don't that doesn't involve drinking? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, you know, people will be like, how about bowling? I was like, bowling's more fun when you're drunk. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, so, like, wh- like what? You can bowl, though. They have 24-hour bowling places here. Yeah, I see, I've seen that, too. I was like, what's going on? But, um... Um, you can do, yeah, I mean, that's a tough question, um, cause, um, for me, I, I, I think if I'm not drinking, I, I, I would just rather be home. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It, it's hard. We did it the other weekend. I think we, we, we had dinner oh, and then we had on coffee. Sunday yeah. and we didn't have any alcohol. Yeah. We had yeah. coffee. The dinner. We could have drank at dinner, but we didn't. Nobody wanted to, mm-hmm. which was lucky. And then afterwards, we were like, "Should we go to a bar or?" A, um, actually, I think we were the deciding factor because we almost walked into a beer uh-huh. place. But well, we can't drink and, beer, and we were both of us were like, uh, "You guys can have beer, but we're not gonna drink beer." Yeah, because <laughs> of the gout, right? Yeah. So, um, so we were the so party we went poopers. To the cafe. We went to a cafe. <laughs> And um, we were there till like two in the morning or one in the morning. Yeah, we were there late enough that we yeah. couldn't take take uh, the train back home. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, yeah, but even that situation is odd to me, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most people would be having a bottle of soju. Somewhere. It's only three bucks, you know, for yeah. a bottle of soju, and um, it's a big problem. Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best. I mean, um, I'm not going to say that I've completely cut out soda in my life, but I've drank it a lot less here. I think that's yeah. also a factor in terms of me losing some weight. You should just cut it out, actually. I would say, as a friend, you should yeah. stop drinking soda. But I like to burp sometimes. You can drink tonic water. You no, know, you can drink, what, Perrier and, and all that. That's pretty I know. big here. I know. You know? That's, that's, I hate that shit. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, like if you're eating like a pizza, right? Yeah. Or you're eating something greasy, like chicken, right? Yeah. And. But you're not eating that every day. Of so course I not. would say, yeah, yeah. with a pizza, a soda goes really well. Yeah. It's. Um, a burger. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I need a burger. Absolutely. Yeah. Like when I first started, you know, tapering off like the meat and fast food and stuff, I just, yeah, just, but the soda was the first thing to go. Yeah. for me and um uh yeah yeah but you know you remember when we you first started visiting me out here uh-huh. as opposed to maybe last year or a year before that uh-huh. like the drinking got less and less you know we and even you preferred not going out to clubs or bars right and we spend every night at the pony jump yeah just eating ramyeon and soju. soju, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't do that anymore. They don't let you drink soju. At, you can do it outside. Okay. You can't do it inside, but we would even eat it. You remember we went to one inside, and they let. She said we can't drink soju inside, but yeah. we're like, emo, please. It's so cold outside, <laughs> and she let us. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like that stuff is fun to me. Ah, uh, yeah. Like absolutely. Um, yeah, but a lot of people, if you suggest. You know, they come all the way to Korea. Uh-huh. They want to go clubbing, go to the bar and stuff. But right. the stuff that we, we at least I do with mm-hmm. my friends that are Korean, uh-huh. 
like we go to Pyeongchang's and we yeah. just chill out there. We eat there, and when the one snack is out, yeah, you just stand up, you go to an aisle, aisle, you get a a bag of shrimp chips or something, yeah. or you like, all right, I'll give you what I I used to do. Okay. Okay, so we would go meet up one a.m., two uh-huh. a.m., go to a Pyeongchang, get uh, our favorite cup ramen, mm-hmm. and then um, my. And then a bottle of soju or makgeolli, whatever you're feeling that night. Yeah. And so, for the cup ramen, I would always get a packet of kimchi you could get for chanan, right. which is enough like for two servings, right. you know, or one serving. And then I would get um, a can of tuna. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, why are they selling this at a convenience store? Right. Canned tuna, right. you know? Um, but you, you get that, you open that up, mm-hmm. dump it into your ramen. Uh-huh. Put the kimchi in your ramen mm-hmm. and just drink soju bottle after soju bottle Whoa. at a convenience store. Right. And all of this costs you less than 10 bucks. Right, right. And it's like hours of fun, uh, just chilling out with your friends, not spending a lot of money. And this is available, you know. And and for us, at least, I, I found it awesome that you would come all the way to Korea. And this is what you would want to do. Like, you would want to do that. It's I want yeah. to do that shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But that's the thing is that, like, you know, back to the introverted social whatever situation is, like, mm-hmm. like if it was up to me, right, mm-hmm. like, irregardless of how much money I spend, I want to spend it with the people I want to spend it with. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so if it's in a big situation like clubs or whatever you lose a lot of time yeah yeah so that's why and on top of that you can't do that in the states you can't fucking drink soju on right outside 7-eleven right unless you want to get arrested by the cops and, right and by the way that's what we're talking about here they have 7-elevens in right. korea yeah and that's where we're drinking yeah <laughs> yeah and I, that, that's awesome yeah yeah i i agree i mean the way i learned it and it was such a shock to me uh the way I was introduced to it because, you know, I was tour. I I went. I was touring with no. Bra- uh, I was hanging out with No Brain. Mm-hmm. We went to a show, I think in Busan or something, mm-hmm. um, or no down south. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dongpung or around there, um, really far away, like mm-hmm. three hour drive. And we were up down there. They played to like a crowd, like two thousand people or wow. something like that. And then afterwards. There's always a tipuri, you know, like right. you go and you get some food and, and drink and you, for them, they were like, um, what they want to do is go to Pyeonijam yeah. and drink and eat la- ramen. Yeah. I was like, dude, you guys are rock stars. Yeah. You just like, played this huge, huge show. Yeah. For me, I was a little like, oh man, you know, I felt like I was on tour with these guys right. and they just wanted to like, just chill out at the at the convenience store i was just like oh man you know i'm missing out on what they normally would do maybe but then they started to explain to me like no this is what we do this is what we love yeah they're like this is this brings us back and it has a name it's called Pyeonmek, mm-hmm. right which is pyeonijam mechu they yeah. mix everything up they yeah. mix words all the time right yeah and so it's an actual thing in Korea, mm-hmm. which most people know about, and I just didn't know. Right. And I just ha- happened to be introduced by a, by a, a famous punk rock band <laughs> in Korea, and they're like, "Bobby, this is what this is what I like." Yeah. And then the other guy would be like, "Oh no, 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 get this. This is better, yeah, yeah, you know." Yeah, yeah. And then 
they told me the stories of when they were in college, you know, all they could afford was cup ramen, mm -hmm. you know. So being at the convenience store brings a lot of memories back for them. But at the same time, it's it's like this thing that always sticks with you, you know, like it, no matter how rich you are, you go, you can go get like, a, you know, a $200 meal or $200 steak if you want, right? Mm -hmm. But you'll always have like a connection to like an In-N-Out burger, right? you know, or like to McDonald's fries, right. you know, and th to them, that's the same thing. Right. And so I just love that, you know, and so Hyunsung Dali, the drummer from No Brand, he taught me about the, 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 the tuna, tuna can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, um, that was his panchan. He didn't throw it into his uh, ramen. Uh -huh. I think that was my thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he just put it there as panchan. Right. And he had his ramen. Right. And he's eating his ramen and he just picked up the tuna can. And I was just like, that's odd. Right. <laughs> but I love it. You know, there's so much more that I've done. I've gone to the Pyeonijeom. We should go and like take a photo and make it the... The, the, the picture. Yeah, the picture <laughs> for this podcast. Yeah. But they... There's so many options at the Pyeonhee Jumps in Korea. Mm -hmm. You can go to town, really. Yeah. Every night you could do something new. There's like 50 different kinds of ramen in there. Mm -hmm. You can. There's not only tuna cans, there's salmon cans, there's changjorim cans. There's they have, changjorim is boiled soy sauce beef, right. basically, yeah. which is a big deal to Korean uh, uh, Korean kids. Right? I didn't know Changjurim they were come in cans. That's they, crazy. They have them in little bags, oh, okay. and baggies, and okay. cans. You can, yeah. So there, it's just uh, and they have a freezer section mm -hmm. where you, and where you can microwave dumplings, mm -hmm. uh, pajan like um, pokumbap. So fried rice. Yeah, yeah. fried rice. Yeah. You can do the options are endless. Yeah. And for me now that I'm vegan, like I can still have ramen. ramen certain ramens not all of them is there vegan ramen yeah they have really? udongji bowls oh, you know, they oh shit like, okay they they have um i you know i drink pokpunja now yeah. <laughs> so, raspberries yeah soju. yeah uh, and then they have like bananas apples and stuff you can you can do anything there so i guess that's what we're doing tonight <laughs> <laughs> you know but, but you know like to me i thought this was only a korean thing is only a Korean thing, but I mm -hmm. heard that like in Hong Kong, they pre-party at Seven Elevens. Oh yeah, yeah. So like I've seen that in Taiwan actually. So so yeah. like so like there's lines out the door at Seven Eleven mm -hmm. near clubs because yeah. that's where all they get fucked up, mm -hmm. and then they go to the clubs and maybe get one drink or whatever. You know. What I, mean? I see a lot of expats doing that in Korea. Well, the you see them on the street with mm -hmm. soju bottles. Yeah. And they're just drinking soju bottles headed to the. Yeah. Next spot because it's it's a good way to pregame for you know right. just three bucks right because um, one half a bottle sometimes is enough yeah you yeah. know that'll get you so uh, good way to pregame well, I guess sorry I just went on a rent <laughs> no 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 dude I you fucking sold me that we're going after we <laughs> we fucking press end on this we're going to a peony jump right now uh, but thanks for listening everybody. Uh, Thanks, John, for the email and all the support. And uh, if you guys have any more questions or, you know, just have any comments, please email us at ktowncowboys at gmail.com. Um, and as always, if you haven't, go watch the movie. It's available on YouTube, iTunes, Amazon, and uh, various VOD uh, platforms in the States. And hopefully um, hopefully it comes out in, in Korea, too. We're working on that. So, uh, yeah.
Later, guys.